It is good to have you with us, whether you're with us uh, online or on campus. We are delighted that you have chosen to worship Jesus Christ with us as the body of Christ here at Eastside Church. I, I, this uh, last week, our governor here in Indiana uh, decided to uh, make an announcement about how our state will move forward. And so over the next few weeks, I want to encourage you to watch your email and uh, join me this Friday for our Friday live chat uh, on Facebook on, or just simply watch the app if you've downloaded it. We'll be giving you some more information about what that means for us in our our on-campus gatherings as we move uh, forward out of the pandemic, and we are so excited about those opportunities. But this morning, I just want to ask a question. It's, a, it's really a pandemic-related question, okay? Uh, the question is this, Have, um, has anyone else had trouble remembering what day it is, uh, like what day of the week it is? It, like what month it is. I mean, like, you just kind of all the days run together. You guys are all on campus are all looking at me like, no, Pastor, we have never had that problem at all. Hey, I just have to tell you, in the last few months, I, I don't think it's senility. I, I really don't. I think it's just a cumulative effect of the pandemic, all right? And, and that is that, it, as one of my friends said, it's like the movie Groundhog Day where every day you get up and you do the same thing, and then the next day you get up and you do the same thing, and then the next day you get up and you do the same thing, and sooner or later, who cares what day it is, right? Uh, but you know what today is? T -t -t today is Palm Sunday. It, it is. Now, maybe you didn't catch that. Uh, there was no one greeting you at the door waving palm branches. Uh, maybe you didn't, you know, figure that out until I just said it a moment ago because you've lost track of the days. But, but today is Palm Sunday, and it's, and it's the beginning of Holy Week. And, and Holy Week is this amazing time that we don't want to forget because it's during Holy Week that, that the life of Jesus came into very clear focus, not just for Him, but for His followers. And Palm Sunday is a, is a memory of, of that. It's, a, it's a, a celebration of when Jesus finished a journey. Actually, He didn't quite finish it. He was almost finished. You see, Jesus knew that, that the authorities in Jerusalem were basically not happy with Him in His life. They were not happy with His ministry. And, and yet, even though they were trying any way they could to discredit Him, any, even though they were trying any way they could to, to silence what He was saying to people, He still set His face. That's the phrase that's in the Gospels. He set His face for Jerusalem. And on Palm Sunday, he was leaving a, a little town outside of Jerusalem, headed into Jerusalem. And this, this amazing story happens. Now, I have to tell you, I, I've known this story since I was a little kid. Uh, in fact, my first Bible, one that, that my parents bought for me, had a picture of Jesus riding the donkey colt on Palm Sunday and people waving the palm branches. So I've known this story. But just like in the pandemic, I kind of forgot what day it was sometimes. I think I've known this story so long that, that until this week, there's a part of it that I missed. And so I want to read you the story this morning, just in case you're now becoming aware that it's Palm Sunday. I want to read you from the Gospel of Luke, the, the story of Jesus' entrance into Jerusalem. And I, I want to invite you to, to listen and, and see if you can figure out what part of this story 
the pastor missed, okay? Um, and today, by the way, I, I just want to let those of you on campus know, and those of you who are watching online, you're going to need to be prepared as well. A couple of times in the sermon today, I'm going to ask you to talk to each other out loud in church, all right? And I know for some of you, you have to work up to that, all right? Uh, so you kind of, you know, it's like, no, I don't talk in church. Well, no, actually, today you're going to, all right? Um, you may not have to talk to anybody you didn't come with, but you're going, you're going to need to talk because I need help with this sermon because we've got to figure out what makes Holy Week so holy. Listen to the, the story. It's in, recorded in Luke chapter 19. Jesus when he had said these things, verse 28, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. And he drew new to Bethphage and Bethany at the mount that is called Olivet. He sent two of the disciples saying, go into the village in front of you where on entering you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever yet sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? You shall say this, the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went away and found it, just as Jesus had told them. And as they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, why are you untying the colt? And they said, the Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus. And throwing their cloaks on the colt, they sat Jesus upon it. And as he rode along, they, they spread their cloaks on the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives toward Jerusalem, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered them, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. D did you catch it? Did you catch the part of the story that, that you can so easily miss, even when you've read the story for decades like I have? It, it's, a, it's a simple little thing, and yet it's the most amazing part of the story. It's the answer to a question. Why in the world did the people who were with Jesus get the branches? Why in the world did they take their, their, their coats off and put them on the ground? Why, why in the world did they, did they begin to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord? Why in the world did they do that? Luke tells us, and I've missed it. And maybe you've missed it too. See, it, it's not just because, oh, Jesus is the Son of God. No, it's not just because, oh, Jesus is fulfilling prophecy from Zechariah 9, 9. No, 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 no. It's, it's not, not because of any of those things. No, no, it's because, did you hear it? It's because they began, as they saw Jesus riding in on this donkey coat, fulfilling the prophecy from Zechariah 9, 9 that we'll talk about a little bit today about why he rode a colt instead of riding a charging horse. And, 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 and he did that, and they suddenly got it. Suddenly they remembered. Suddenly they understood. And when they got it, here's, here's what they did. Did you hear it when I read it? They, they began to shout Hosanna because they remembered, you hear it? All the mighty works that he had done. 
all the mighty works of God that they had seen. You see, Holy Week is holy when we celebrate the work of Jesus in our life. Holy Week isn't holy when we just remember the history. Holy Week isn't holy when we just go through the rituals. Holy Week isn't holy because we set aside the days and we sing the songs. No, no. Holy Week is holy when we celebrate the work of Jesus in our life. I mean, look at that Scripture again. They brought it to Jesus, the donkey colt, and throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. And then as he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, for all the things they had seen Jesus do. Now, the reason that's so important to me is Jesus didn't stop working in 2020. Jesus did not stop working when the pandemic hit. COVID didn't stop the kingdom of God. And in your life and my life, there have been places where, where Jesus has been at work. And this Palm Sunday, this Holy Week, I want your Holy Week to be holy. I believe my Holy Week will be holy because we celebrate the work of Jesus in our life. And so, so I want to tell you just a couple of things. But before I tell you some of the things that God has done in us as a congregation, I, I want you right now, I told you you're going to have, this is, this is participation time. I want to ask you to think for just a minute about what, what it is that, that you've seen Jesus do in your life. Now, I would hope that you would be able to say, well, I saw Jesus do this in my life this month. If you don't remember what month it is, it's still March. April starts on Thursday, all right? But, uh, but, but maybe it's been this year. And so what I want to ask you to do is to, is to turn to the people. You're in safe places, okay? And, and turn to somebody that came with you, somebody that's sitting next to you. And we're out loud for just a minute. We're going to have a discussion. Those of you online at home, take just a minute. Don't pause me because we're going to come back, all right? But, but what I want you to do is I want you to take just a minute and talk to each other and, and try to remember some of the good things Jesus has done in your life, all right? All right, turn, turn and talk. Now, if you're, if you're here today and you're alone, look around, see who looks safe to you, all right? And then keep your mask on, get six feet away from them, and then go, are you safe? All right, no, so turn. Find some good things Jesus has done in your life. Share them with each other, all right? In the last year, what's Jesus done? Done for you that's good. What has He done good in your life? It's okay, you can talk out loud. You got it? Well, yeah, come on. There you go. I hear you. But yeah, if you're watching us all by yourself, you may want to, you may just want to make a list at home. You just want to take a pen and paper out or, or get your uh, digital device, your phone, your iPad, whatever, and, and, and take down. Just remember, you've got to take some time. Yeah. Remember what God's done. Yeah. You remembered it? Mm. See, let me, let, me, let me tell you, that's awesome. Let me tell you some things God's done for us as a church. And I hope maybe this week, throughout the week, you'll take time every day to remember some things that Jesus has done, because Holy Week is going to be holy when we remember what He's done in our life. See, a year ago when the pandemic hit, I started getting all these emails from all of these people. Uh, 
places that were authorities on what was going to happen during the pandemic. Nobody knew how long it was going to be, but, but they told pastors, they said, hey, you need to go through your church budget and you need to cut your budget by anywhere from 20 to 50 percent because this thing is going to be horrible financially on churches. And, and, and churches are going to get hit really, really hard. And this morning, I'm just, I'm just celebrating what Jesus has done. I mean, it's going to be a holy, holy week for me because this is the last Sunday of our financial year as a church. And I need to tell you that with the offerings that you're going to give today and the offerings that will come in through the 31st of March, we are already, right now, you're not going to believe this because all the experts told us that this wouldn't happen, but not only did our offerings not go down 50%, not only did our offerings not go down 20%, we actually have taken in more money in 2020 into 2021 than we did in 2019 into 2020. God has blessed our congregation in such an amazing way because of your faithfulness, because of your willingness to pivot and give online, because of your willingness to mail your checks into the church office, because of your stewardship of what God has given to you. I mean, in so many ways. I still remember the day somebody called the office and said, hey, pastor, I got a check from the government, and I don't know that I need it. I was just wondering, is there somebody else in the church who needs that $1,400? I almost volunteered, but I didn't, all right? I, I, I said, hey, you know what? We've got something. We, we have a fund here that we help people with. Yeah, you want to contribute it to that? And they did. You see, in the midst of what the world thought was going to be the, a, a huge economic crisis, in the midst of the reality that it has been a crisis, some of you have lost your jobs. Some of you, your businesses are going under. I drive through cities, and not a lot of cities. It's a pandemic, okay? Indianapolis, Anderson, it's kind of local, right? And I see businesses that are going out. But what I know is that God has continued to bless His church. It's a holy, holy week for me because I'm celebrating what Jesus has done financially in the life of Eastside and the lives of many of you. But I'm also celebrating well, because of what Jesus has done in letting us as a congregation reach out through missions, because you see our missions giving, it actually has now exceeded last year's as well. And, and, I, and I'm celebrating because of the way so many of you have faithfully gone to 10th Street Food Pantry and helped distribute food every month to families in our, in our community who are, who are, are food insecure, to, to children who are, who are there, to, to, to the ways in which our congregation was able to bless elementary schools in our community and the middle school and, and the way that God has used so many of you. Teachers, look, it's been a year. You survived virtual teaching. Students, you survived it. This Holy Week ought to be holy. We ought to shout about who God is because we have seen God in the midst of a pandemic continue to work in the lives of people. And my friends, my friends, that's, that's what makes Holy Week holy. What makes Holy Week holy is is celebrating the work that you've seen. That's why the people were waving the palm branches. That's why they were taking their cloaks off and putting them on the ground in front of Jesus. It's because Jesus had shown them how much God loved them. And even though the pandemic is horrible, even though we are all grieving, even though there are going to be implications both physically and emotionally and relationally for months and maybe even years to come, in the midst of all of that reality is the greater reality that God is still in control and Jesus Christ is still His Son and He is at work in your life, 
in my life through this congregation and thousands of other congregations all over the world. But the story didn't stop there. No, it really was important that Jesus was riding in on the donkey coat. Because you see, the people in that, in that world in the first century, the Jewish people in particular, their understanding of the Messiah, the, the one that would come to redeem Israel, that understanding was that he was going to conquer Rome, and he was going to come into Jerusalem on a, with an army and that he'd, that he'd help raise up from among the people, and that as he raised that army up, that group of, of militia would come in, and he would be on a white charging horse, and he would come into town, and they would throw the Romans out, and it would be a revolution, and it would be awesome, and and yet here came Jesus riding in, not on a charging white horse to overthrow Rome, but on a donkey colt to overthrow sin and death and hell. See, Jesus saw something bigger than what the small-minded view of a nation that thought it was supposed to be the nation. He saw something bigger than that. Well, what Jesus saw was a world, a world full of people who, who needed to know that God loved them, a, a, a world full of people who were separated from God by their sin and their brokenness and their hurt and their pain. And, and Jesus rode in, not fulfilling that messianic prophecy of the huge military overthrow, but instead, He fulfilled the prophecy from Zechariah 9.9, where instead of riding in on that on that huge, powerful white horse, the Messiah would ride into Jerusalem on a donkey colt as a symbol of peace and humility. You see, Holy Week is holy, not just when we recognize the activity of God through Jesus, but when we acknowledge the real source of power in the world. Because the real source of power is not what we put together as human beings. The real source of power is that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but would have eternal life. And when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, yes, it was a messianic claim. That's why the, that's why the Pharisees were telling Him, hey, hey, Jesus, make your disciples stop this. Make them stop saying you're the Messiah. I mean, Jesus, you're not, you're not what we expect. And Jesus said, you know what? Well, let's read it again. Let's read what Jesus said. I, I don't want you to miss this. You see, he said, the people are saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. By the way, it's a quote of Psalm 118 which was also connected to the Zechariah 9-9 passage by those who understood the kingdom differently. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And Jesus answered them, I tell you, if they were silent, the very stones would cry out. What does he mean by that? 
What he means is that the God who created the world, the God who understands the real source of power, the God who is the real source of power, created even the stones. And if these people don't recognize that the God of peace and the God of harmony and the God of redemption and the God of salvation is coming in humility to bring a kingdom that can't be overcome by any military or nationalistic effort, if they don't understand that, then the very creation itself will recognize who Jesus is. See, Holy Week is holy not because of all the celebrations. Holy Week is holy because we acknowledge, we acknowledge what God has done in Jesus and what Jesus has done in our life, the mighty works He's done, and the entire, the entire kingdom that He's creating. You know, too often on Palm Sunday, we stop reading there. And today, I, I want to push us just a little bit further in the passage, because that wasn't the end of the events of Jesus entering into Jerusalem. You see, Jesus, Jesus kept going, and, and, and there's, this, there's this passage, because the people didn't all celebrate who Jesus was. The people didn't all acknowledge the source of the power. And can I tell you that when, when they don't acknowledge the source of the power, when you don't acknowledge the source of the power, when you don't connect with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, it literally breaks the heart of God. And this year, today, Palm Sunday 2021, there are people all around us who are unaware that, that even in the midst of a pandemic, even in the midst of, of crisis economically, even in the midst of all the things that have happened in our world, they're unaware that God is right here with us. That's why we're telling the story of hope this Easter. That's why we're putting billboards up in the city. That's why many of you have put yard signs in your yard. That's why we would devote the time to give out hope boxes to families with children at home. That's why we would take an effort this Easter season to prepare ourselves to understand that there are so many people who do not know. All they can see is the fear. All they can see is the pain. All they can see is the heartache. But Holy Week is holy when we mourn the unawareness of the presence of God in the people around us, when it breaks our heart. I mean, listen, listen to what happened in the rest of the story in Luke's gospel in verse 41. And when Jesus drew near Jerusalem and saw the city, He wept over it. You see, the, 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 the Messiah who would come on the charging white horse, who would, who would create the nationalistic, militaristic kind of kingdom, that, that, that Messiah doesn't cry over the city. He conquers the city. But the kingdom of peace and the kingdom of humility and the Messiah Jesus Christ, when He saw when He saw the city that was rejecting Him, he went, the people who were unaware, He wept. And listen to what He said. O Jerusalem, would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. But they're hidden from your eyes now, 
For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground and you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another because you did not know the time of your visitation. That phrase, you did not know the time of your visitation. Could, could it be? Could it be that Holy Week becomes redundant for us year after year because we don't recognize the time of the visitation of Jesus in our life? Could, could it be that, that we miss the real power and meaning of the hope of Jesus Christ and the hope of Easter because, because we miss what is going on in our life because we're so wrapped up in our hurt, so wrapped up in our pain, so caught up in the fatigue of doing the same thing day after day after day after day. And we've got an idea about how we think God ought to work. And if God's not working in that way, then, then we miss what He's actually doing. My, my friends, that's, that's why I wanted you to take a few minutes this morning and, and think about what you've seen Jesus do. Because for some of us, some of us haven't even thought about what Jesus has done in our life. We've not been aware of it. We've missed the places. Uh, this week, I, I was on a, a Zoom call with, I don't know, it seemed like a couple of hundred other Church of God pastors from Indiana and Ohio and Michigan. We were listening to a, to a pastor that they had presented the, the, the Zoom call to us as a pastor who's going to tell us how to have church after COVID is over. What's the church going to look like? I love this guy who talked to us. You know why? Because the first thing he said was, I don't know. First thing he said was, nobody knows. We're all making this up as we go. Every one of us. But can I tell you something? He also made an observation that I thought was huge. He said, if you really want to walk through the pandemic, if you really want to see what God is up to, make yourself, make yourself see the extra 30 seconds. Somebody on the call said, what do you mean the extra 30 seconds? He said, take a look at a sunset for just 30 seconds longer. T take a look at a sunrise for just 30 seconds longer. Look at the face of a newborn baby for just 30 seconds longer. You see, in my family, we're going to celebrate 2020 as long as I'm alive. And you're going, what? Yeah, you see, my first grandchild was born in 2020. 2020 was a good year to become a grandpa. Where have you seen Jesus? What is going on in your life? Where do you need to take the extra 30 seconds to push away the negative thoughts, to push away the fear, to push away the heartache, to push away the abuse, and to see the work of God. Take the extra 30 seconds to just enjoy the fact that it was 70 degrees in Indiana yesterday. I know it's not that warm today, but it was yesterday. Take the extra 30 seconds. Become aware of where God is in your life. Holy Week is holy. When we 
when we become aware and when our heart breaks for those who are unaware. How long has it been since, since you, you had your heart broken by the fact that the vast majority of people in this world are not aware that Jesus Christ died for them? The vast majority of people in this world think Easter's about bunnies and eggs and clothes instead of about an empty tomb and an empty cross and a risen Savior. How long has it been since you wept over Jerusalem, over your Jerusalem? See, that's how Holy Week gets to be holy. Holy Week gets to be holy when we are aware of the presence of God, and it breaks our heart that other people are not aware of the presence of God. Holy Week is also holy when we get to witness the influence of Jesus in the people around us. Because right now, just like on the day that Jesus rode into Jerusalem, there are people all around us who are hungry. Do you know the number one, the number one podcast on Apple Podcast two weeks ago was a podcast by a minister about who God is? There are so many people Googling, so many people reaching out through, through media to try to find out who God is. Downloads of the Bible, purchases of the Bible have set records in 2020 during the pandemic. People all around us are searching and hungry. And if, if we will be people who celebrate the activity of God, who recognize what He's doing in our life, who understand the real source of power, then if we can follow the path of Jesus on Palm Sunday to say to those who say, hey, shh, 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 don't say that. If we can say, oh, no, no, you don't understand. If we don't talk about Jesus, <laughs> if we don't talk about Jesus, the entire creation is going to tell people about Jesus. If, if, we don't, if we don't see the good in the darkness, then, then the light is still going to shine. If we don't come to the place where we can see what God is doing, then Holy Week won't be holy anymore. But Jesus, Jesus said it this way after He told them in, in Jerusalem that He had missed, that they were missing their visitation. He went on into the temple, and He began to remove the people who were who were making a barrier between people and God. They were called money changers. They, they were there to help the, the pilgrims who had come from afar to worship in the temple. To, their, their role was supposed to be to, to help them get the accurate sacrifice and to, and to sell them whatever it was they needed to have and to do it at a fair price. But, but they weren't doing that. They were extorting from the people. And he removed that barrier. And, and then he taught in the temple daily. And the chief priests and the scribes and the, the principal of men and, and people were seeking to destroy him. But they did not find anything they could do to stop Jesus because all the people were hanging on his very words. Jesus went in to Jerusalem on a donkey colt so that people could remember all that God had done for them. And Holy Week is holy 
when we remember what God has done for us, when we understand the real source of power, and when we are willing to take that extra 30 seconds, to take that opportunity, and then to be grieved over those who aren't seeing what God's doing. And when we can run to the Father and hang on His every word. So this morning, whether you're with us on campus or whether you're with us online, I just want to ask you to make Holy Week holy. To let your Holy Week be holy because you and I run to our Father. God, the Father who loves us, who sent Jesus for us, whose very Spirit is at work in the world today.